Hi, welcome to my podcast, Help Me Rhonda. I'm your host, Dr. Rhonda Karg. I'm a clinical psychologist, and each episode of this podcast, I present mental health-related information to you in hopes that you'll gain insight into your own behavior or learn new skills that I present and teach people as part of the podcast. So today, I want to talk about ways to effectively cope with feeling hopeless, And a lot of people right now are feeling a lot of hopelessness based on recent events. And so I'm hoping that maybe if that's true for you, that maybe you'll hear something today that might help you to have more hope. So hopelessness is based on a feeling of helplessness or that You don't have anything that you can do that will affect the situation and improve it. You feel like it's out of your control and you don't want it to be happening right now, which when you combine something that you don't have any control over and something that you don't want to be happening right now, that is essentially like a trauma, right? You don't have any control over it and you don't want it to be happening right now. So this can make us feel very, very vulnerable and very unsafe. So let's talk about ways that we can work through that. Let's start with the helplessness piece of it first, because as I said, that's often a precursor to the hopelessness piece. So if you're feeling helpless and no matter what you do, you can't get away from the thing that's uh, upsetting you, can't get away from it no matter what, can lead to depression. In the 70s, they did some experiments with dogs where they put them in cages and they had like electric shock plates on the bottom of the cages. And if the dog was on the right side of the cage, it would get a little zap. So it would get up and jump to the other side of the cage. And when it got over there, it would also get a little shock and so on and so forth. So the dog would jump back and forth. But eventually, what do you think the dog does? dog just lies down and gives up and that is an animal model depression it's called learned helplessness if you find yourself in a situation where you feel helpless over the negative things that are going on in your life that can really have a very serious effect on your mental health so we're going to talk about the ways that you can improve your feelings of hope and help and feeling helpless, improving that by focusing on the things that you can do, focusing on the things you do have control over. A lot of us take a lot of things for granted in terms of the things that we can do. We have choices Tens of thousands of choices a day, I'm sure. 
where we can pick this or we can pick this. We can do this or we can do that. And we don't usually pay attention to that because it's we have other things to focus on instead. So we may not recognize quickly all the different things in our life that we can control, whether it's maybe what time we eat dinner to uh, what time we go to bed to what we decide that we're going to eat to uh, whether or not we engage in some healthy coping strategies or not. Those are all things we have control over. Practicing really, really good self-care is going to be very essential for you. And self-care is something that you do have control over. So practicing good self-care, and I have another podcast that addresses self-care in more detail, but the main idea is that it's important for you to do things that are going to meet some of your needs and help soothe you and help improve your mental health or your physical health. So that's self-care. And a lot of people are not in the practice of, of giving themselves the love, care, and attention that they need. So this might be something that feels a little unusual for you, but it is absolutely important that you do this because we have to fight against the effects of feeling helpless and hopeless. And one of the ways that we do that is to really try to create an environment conducive to coping well, conducive to healing, whether that's going into psychotherapy or using some self-help approaches like books or 12-step meetings, things like that. Um, you know, doing things like that so that we can effectively absorb and not be reactive to the things that are going on in our environment to help us feel safe and secure to help us not be triggered by the things that are happening. So also as it relates to current events, that feeling of helplessness that can lead to hopelessness is important to pay attention to in terms of how can you get involved? What are the ways that you can contribute to this problem? And networking with other people that are like-minded, staying away from people who are uh, have maybe uh, very different ideas than you have so that you aren't finding yourself feeling small or feeling triggered or angry. You know, that part of you feels unsafe for one reason or another. So, also, I would explore what aspects of you feel unsafe. What feels unsafe about the situation? What are the your greatest fears about what's happening right now? What do you anticipate? What do you 
afraid will happen to you as a result of what's going on right now. Journaling about your feelings is can be really effective. Uh, I have another podcast on therapeutic journaling that you can watch, but it can be really helpful for you to just do like a dump and just write down all the things that you're feeling because uh, emotions are running high in the country right now on both sides of the issue. So I think it's important to practice good self-care right now, regardless of how you feel about what's happening, because it is, there's a lot of changes happening that, uh, that people feel emotionally charged about. And so it's very important for us to treat ourselves with love and compassion and nurturing ourselves you can think about okay how would i nurture someone else that was at my house that was going through a really tough time what would i do for them what would i say for to them what would i feed them you would probably take really good care of people that that came to your home to see you so you can think about it like that if it helps you to take a different perspective in terms of what do I need to do to take care of myself. Looking at your emotions a lot of times can help you figure out also what your unmet needs are. So if you're feeling fearful, triggered, a lot of times the emotion underneath that is is fear. And that means that you're not feeling safe and asking yourself, what do I need to do to feel safe? A lot of times it might mean focusing on the things you have control over, focusing on taking steps that will help improve the situation if that's possible, and getting the support that you need from other people, if possible, whether that's a psychotherapist or someone else who's earned your trust, that you seek out help from other people to help you get through it. Uh, another thing that you can do is write a letter to that, that depressed part of you or that overwhelmed part of you, write a letter to that part of you that's afraid and address the helplessness and the hopelessness and write down the things that you have found that really do effectively soothe you. Remember the five senses, that's one of the, that's one skill set that you can use in terms of getting grounded and soothing yourself is to use the five senses. I have another video about that. And remind yourself of those things because remember when you're, when you have too much adrenaline running through your veins, your downstairs brain, which is your reptilian brain, which is your emotion mind, you, that part of your brain is in charge. And when that happens, the circuitry between your upstairs brain, which is your logical, rational mind and your downstairs brain, which is your emotion mind or your reptilian mind, your fight or flight, 
the circuitry between those two is actually cut off. So you are not able to, in that moment, think about what you need to do to take care of yourself because you're triggered. If you write yourself a letter and maybe fold it up and put it in the top drawer of your dresser or something like that, then you'll have it available to you and you can look at it and read it and remember, right, these are the skills that I've learned. These are the things I can do to make me feel better. Okay, so make that list for yourself so that you'll be able to reference it. Of course, do it when you're in a good space so that you can really think about all the things that make you feel good and help improve your mood. And then the hopelessness piece that you want to address is to remind yourself that this is temporary, that before long, this is going to be in your rearview mirror. It's going to be behind you. Imagine yourself being on the other side. Imagine how things will be for you when this is no longer an issue anymore. Imagine yourself being past it. And imagine all the times in your life where maybe you felt helpless and hopeless, but you were able to push through and get to the other side recognizing the times that you've done that will help you to have confidence in yourself. It'll be empowering to remember, yes, when I was this age, I went through this really difficult period of my life and I got through it. And these are the things that I did to get through it. So take stock on the times that you've been able to do this successfully in the past And that will also help you with feeling less hopeless about the situation and have a more positive outlook on things. So you can try writing a letter to the depressed part of you or the overwhelmed part of you to remind yourself, here are the things that you can do to improve your situation and practice good self-care And here are some things that you can remember to give you hope that this is going to get better. Those things are very, very important for our mental health is to feel like we have some control over our lives and that we can anticipate good things. Okay. So if you're feeling stuck with either one of those aspects of the current situation, I would also maybe reach out to other people who maybe are going through a similar feeling as yours, as long as it's not making you feel worse. It's good to get support from other people and maybe do some problem problem solving and validation from each other, but uh, be careful how much you engage in that immersive process, I guess you could say. Uh, Don't get obsessed with it and spend too much time on it because that will essentially be 
releasing stress hormones all day and that is not good for your brain that can make your brain inflamed and make your mood very low so be careful about that i uh, would love to hear from you in the comments about the things that help you when you're feeling hopeless things to remind yourself about or things that maybe you've shared with other people that have given them hope and helped them get through a really tough time. Would love to hear your feedback on that. Thanks so much for joining me today and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.